Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining, as always, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have other things you could be doing, so thank you. And hopefully, it helps our country just a little bit, and maybe even helps y'all just a little bit. Not a lot to report on Homestead. The birds are out and about. The dog, I do not think, has managed to kill any of them yet, which is always a plus. Not a whole lot else. It is warm, if you haven't figured that out wherever you are. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, to help it to grow, thank you so much. I'm incredibly grateful for that. And I will try and use your time wisely. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit. Thank you for all the myriad of blessings that you bestow upon us individually and as a nation. Watch over those who are sick, Lord. Those who are hurting who feel like they're alone, feel lost, who feel like no one hears them. Help us to be your hands and feet, to reach out to those people, to help the widow and the orphan, the poor and the needy. Most of all, Father, help us to Seek you and your kingdom and your righteousness first. To love you with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. And to love our neighbors as ourselves. We ask all these things in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to go back to Alexis de Tocqueville. And his comments and observations on America and democracy in America. Quite a few of these quotes, although you can find them in multiple places, I'm pulling from America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations. It's a phenomenal resource written by William Federer. If you get a chance, I would get a copy. In the United States, the sovereign authority is religious. There is no country in the world where the Christian religion retains a greater influence over the souls of men than in America. And there can be no greater proof of its utility and of its conformity to human nature than that its influence is powerfully felt over the most enlightened and free nation of the earth. So it's useful and it conforms to human nature, right? And Tocqueville saw this because of how much 
power it had over what he called the most enlightened and free nation on earth, America. He said that the sovereign authority in America is religious. No country in the world where the Christian religion retains a greater influence over the souls of men than in America. The farther away we walk from that, folks, the closer we get to the horrors of Nazi Germany, Stalinist Russia, Maoist China, Cuba, Venezuela, socialism, communism, fascism, Nazism, leftism. They're all the same, folks. They're just, they're just little changes. They all lead to evil. It's why they're so successful in tricking youth or people that we would normally think of as decent individuals. Because there is a spiritual force behind it. It is evil, folks. It's it's not just it's not just some theory. In the United States, if a political character attacks a denomination, this may not prevent even the partisans of that very denomination from supporting him. But if he attacks all the denominations together, i.e. Christianity, everyone abandons him and he remains alone. You see here just another there's so many truths in these observations, folks. It's just, you could look around on your own and see this. It's just almost mind-boggling that we've allowed ourselves to forget the truth of our history. At any rate, you know, you can have problems with one denomination or another. Uh, you can even go so far as to highlight the problems and, and really probably we, we should highlight those issues, especially in the man-made systems uh, of religion because they lead to a whole set of problems on their own. But to attack Jesus Christ, to attack the principles of Christ, there's no place for that in America. Not if we want America to continue to be free and to have liberty. And so the obvious conclusion there, right, is some of these people that attack Jesus Christ and the principles of Christ and Christianity today, those people that blaspheme it, and we've talked about this before, actually, one of the children's books that we talk about frequently from the turn of the 19th to the 20th century does a real good job. Those people are the ones that are out of step with America that are out of tune with history and with what makes us great. I do not question that the great austerity of manners that is observable in the United States arises in the first instance from religious faith. Its influence over the mind of women is supreme and women are the protectors of morals. There is certainly no country in the world 
where the tie of marriage is more respected than in America, or where conjugal happiness is more highly or worthily appreciated. Dear Lord, don't we need to hear this today? I, I, I can't, hopefully I won't go too far down this rabbit trail, folks, although it, it certainly wouldn't hurt, but uh, feminism today has done more to destroy women and marriage and family than just almost anything else. And of course, it's just a facet of leftist ideology and leftist values. But listen to what Tocqueville says. He says, women are the protectors of morals. And and you can argue whether that's true or not, but the point is, it's he notes how important women are and he noticed notes how important marriage is and and we don't today we have taken this laissez-faire or some kind of just this attitude of live and let live when it comes to sex and marriage you can sleep with whoever you want whenever you want however you want And you can get married when you want to and then get divorced when you want to and then remarry when you want to and get divorced again when you want to. And we're eroding the foundation of our country because the family is the backbone of the nation. And the marriage is the backbone of the family. And a lot of people that don't like America are really well aware of that and the fact that when you follow those principles of Christ, they strengthen the marriage, they strengthen the family unit, and they're not interested in that. And this doesn't just include the national politicians, folks. It would be nice if it did, but it's impossible, even still today, it's impossible for any leader, culturally, politically, education, whatever you're talking about, militarily, it's impossible for these leaders to get in power and stay in power long if they don't have a significant percentage, even if it's a minority, of the population who supports them. And so before we go and point our fingers at the Bidens or AOCs or Schumers or CEOs of Target or Bud Light or whatever you want to talk about or the teachers unions realize that there are millions of Americans who support those values and you know some you have some friends or cousins or sons or daughters or parents or brothers or sisters or just co-workers and acquaintances, you know some of these people that willingly support those values. In the United States, the influence of religion is not confined to the manners, but it extends to the intelligence of the people. Christianity, therefore, reigns without obstacle by universal consent. The consequence is 
as I have before observed, that every principle of the moral world is fixed and determinate. So two things here. Uh, you don't, just because you, a lot, one of the arguments that you hear often today from the left and, and have for a long time is that you have to put your brain on a shelf in order to follow Jesus Christ. And, and that's just simply not true. And if you look back at some of our greatest thinkers historically, not just in the United States, in multiple fields, uh, in science, in literature, in the arts, politically, they followed Christianity. So unless you're just super, super cynical and you say that all of those people are lying, that destroys the argument that you have to be unintelligent or you have to check your intelligence at the door when you choose to follow Jesus Christ. Right? A great example in the literary world, at least, is C.S. Lewis. Extremely bright. I think I can't imagine anybody that was even remotely honest would argue that he wasn't. Uh, and he himself claimed he was brought into faith, kicking and screaming. He didn't want to be a Christian. And yet when he really applied his intellect, that's the only place it led him. Uh, and the other here is that Christianity reigns without obstacles. So it's, it's the chief rule in America at this time by universal consent, uh, which really kind of goes along with the commentary from Joseph's story about the Constitution and the First Amendment. If universally the population had thought that the Constitution was going to do what it's done today to Christianity, they never would have agreed to it. But the last thing is that the, every principle of the moral world is fixed and determinate. It's not open to the political whims of man. And, and there's a number of ways that we see this today, but a few real quick on the top are authority within the household, the feminist movement that we were just talking about all ago. The, the husband and the, is the head of the house. The husband, just like Christ, is the head of the church, right? So you have a, a clear moral order there. Christ, then the husband, then the mother, then the children, right? And and by the same token, you, you have some other principles that are fixed. Life is precious, right? Well, we've decided that sometimes it's not via abortion. Men are men and women are women, except sometimes they're not when they want to be the other. And so we've gone away from this fixed morality of Christianity, and it's just destroying us, folks. We need this order to be fixed and not to change based on the political whims of man, which is what it's doing today on every issue. You, we could talk about each issue individually today that we have in the country. We've got to get back to that Christ-centered order of morality that's fixed. It's the only one that allows for freedom and liberty. There is no other. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.